Hi, Jeff. Um, so today we're going to do a clinical scenario in, in a 30-year-old female um, who's got no significant medical history. You're told that she's presented to A&E with a fever and symptoms of a chest infection. The laboratory BMS has phoned you to let you know that there's some abnormal blood results, which I'll give to you now. Um, this patient has got a hemoglobin of 65 with a white cell count of 0 0.5. Neutrophils are 0 and platelets are 10. And to also add to this, the scientist has looked at a blood film and they think there could be some blasts on there. So what additional information would you like to know and how would you proceed with this patient, please? Okay. Um, so you mentioned that the patient um, has got fever and um, the neutrophil count is zero. So I'm worried about neutropenic sepsis. So patient safety comes first. I'll go and see the patient, assess the patient in a systematic ABCDE approach, uh, making sure oxygen, um, antibiotics, um, fluid are given and blood cultures, chest x-ray, urine dip, and sort of septic screen is properly sent off following sepsis 6 um, approach. Um, I would also like to consult um, the microbiology guidelines to make sure that the antibiotics given are of the neutropenic sepsis protocol um, and making sure that also matches with patient's allergy history as well. Um, after stabilizing the patient, um, I would like to know a bit more about um, how she presented, um, asking a bit more about the history, how long has she been feeling unwell for, um, particularly paying attention to uh, anemia symptoms, infective or bleeding symptoms, because border counts um, are quite low. Um, I want to ask about any sort of weight loss, uh, fever at home, sweating, night sweats at home, um, and get a bit more on the past medical history. Um, any sort of significant comorbidities, um, what medications the patient takes, and any previous exposure um, to uh, radiation, chemotherapy, um, and whether the patient maintains a good diet, um, and uh, is there any foods or drinks that the patient excludes from the diet, which may point into a nutritional uh, hematinics deficiency. Um, I will also just want to double check as she is a 30-year-old female about the sexual history. Um, is there any chance that the patient could be pregnant and also asked to do a pregnancy test? Um, in addition, I would like to ask about um, family history, how many siblings the patient has, um, and any sort of family members um, who has a history of cancer. Um, on examination, I would like to make sure that as much as possible, I want to know the source of infection, examining the throat, mouth, chest, abdomen, and um, rashes neurologically, um, examine for lymph nodes and hepatosplenomegaly. Um, and also we can look for any sort of congenital anomalies, 
um, sort of finger digits, facial um, features, um, you know, uh, or, or any sort of autoimmune phenomenon that you could find. Um, and then I'll send off blood tests. Um, I'll probably, uh, after stabilizing the patient, I will go to um, the laboratory to take a look at the film, just to confirm that those blasts are um, as what the BMS suggested, are there any other abnormalities? Um, and then we'll complete the blood tests um, looking into the renal function, liver function, bone profile, uh, hematinics, autoimmune screen, protein electrophoresis, virology, group and screen as well. Um, and uh, because uh, the patient may need transfusion. Okay, that's great. And um, anything else in your investigations? You mentioned these blood tests. Anything else you'd like to do for this patient? Um, uh, so blood tests, but also uh, uh, part of the septic screen, I have ordered uh, chest X-ray, ABG, etc. Um, also want to do an ECG, um, an echocardiogram, um, not only just to look for vegetations or any sort of uh, infection, but also sort of I want to understand the baseline organ function um, in case that uh, we need to give uh, treatment um, uh, for um, the underlying reason and whether the patient can tolerate those treatments. Um, COVID swab and uh, respiratory viral panel, atypical respiratory screen, um, and a pregnancy test as suggested, um, looking at the blood film. Um, if none of those um, have come back to, um, uh, a con to a conclusive diagnosis, um, I would discuss with my senior colleagues and arrange a bone marrow biopsy. Okay, very good. And um, so you've done the bone marrow biopsy and this has confirmed that this patient does have an acute myeloid leukemia. So what would be the next steps that you would take? Um, so um, the, so the bone marrow biopsy, I would need to make sure that it's sent for appropriate tests, um, including flow cytometry, cytogenetics, um, molecular tests. Um, I would need to uh, put a patient through MDT um, to review all of these um, results and agree on the treatment plan. Um, obviously, would discuss this with my consultant. Um, and then um, I would, um, as I said, assess the organ um, fitness and the patient's performance status uh, and assess whether the patient would be suitable for intensive uh, or palliative approach. Um, I would also like to offer fertility preservation or counseling um, before um, thinking about chemotherapy in a young female um, and also considering the risk of tumor lysis. Um, you may want to start some preventative allopurinol um, and uh, yes, and transfusion maybe um, because the counts are quite low. And you mentioned transfusion. Are you aware of the uh, triggers we use or thresholds we use in hematology? 
Uh, yeah, so generally we'll keep hemoglobin about 70. Um, Platelet-wise, it depends whether the patient's bleeding or not. If not, then I will aim about 20 in a septic patient and about 10 in an, a well patient. If the patient's bleeding, it depends on the bleeding site. Um, it would be about 50. But if this is life-threatening areas or organs, then about sort of 100 uh, in a brain bleed, for example. Um, and sorry, this um, there's an extra question, but um, you mentioned the patient um, you would ask for siblings. And why else would it be important to know about this in this case, do you think? So there are two reasons for it. One is um, if it is an acute myeloid leukemia in a young patient, um, they may need to go for a, a transplant and a stem cell transplant, and we may need to look for donors. So siblings um, is has got a higher chance of giving a match um, sample. Um, the other thing is whether there's um, sort of a genetic predisposition um, in the family, um, or you know, because the patient's presenting quite young. That's great. Thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you.